live from underneath the mistletoe, and brought to you by Toshiba, leading innovation. I'm Delmon. And I'm Malicious. And this is EQ2 Talk. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. This is episode number 57, and we are recording on December 22nd, 2012. We survived the Mayan apocalypse. And Allie, why don't we have theme music yet? My flight was delayed by a dog in a bag. Did you step one? Cut a hole in the bag. <laughs> Step two, put your dog in that bag. Step three, make her open the bag. That's the way you do it. In a box. <laughs> All right, Ellie, we uh, can't spend too much more time on putting dogs in bags because we have to get uh, snuggled into bed because St. Nick is on his way soon. Uh, And as this is a very special holiday edition episode of EQ2 Talk, uh, let's take a look at what we asked for last year to see how we did. Did we get our fat loots from our Frostfell wish lists from last year? Well, I have a handy list here of what we asked for last year. Alrighty. And uh, we'll just go down the list. Allie's list started with uh, fixing itemization problems. Okay. Did we get that? I don't think so. Oh. I know there were a few items that I've actually been hanging on to in my in my bank boxes just to kind of check on them every now and then to see if they've fixed them. I think that might be a lost cause. Okay. That's unfortunate, but it eh, is what it is. I also asked for um, a key ring or, or key flagging. Yep, yep, yep. Obviously, we didn't get that either. No, you did not. Uh, my first assumption here is, Allie, that you were not a good wood elf over the past year. Apparently not. Oh, all right. I'm on the naughty list. You're over two in what you asked for. Okay. However, I did also ask for uh, the ability to hide flying mounts. Yes, you did. So I got it. You did. Hey, there you go. All right. I got and, something. And I think that's also on your uh, your fantasy pickums for this year. Yeah, you got I double dipped on there that one. There you go. More more uh, public quests I wanted. Okay. And we didn't get those. I don't think we've seen any new public quests, which is kind of unfortunate. I I'd like to see some more public quests. Me too. Uh, I also asked for more trade skill assistance. Yes. Uh, we got some with Sky Shrine, didn't we? What did we get with Sky we, Shrine? We got, that, we got the quest that gives you the research assistant uh, yes. out of under depths. Yes, we did do that. We did get that. Okay. Although, um, you know, that was kind of cool. But I got to say, to be honest, the, the box that it came in was a lot cooler than the actual item. The box that came in. Yeah, I mean, come on. If you think about what the epic trade skill assistant is, I mean, he's hail yeah. once 18 days, come back and get another recipe. Eh, mm. I wouldn't call that, you know, a lot of fun to play with. <laughs> so this is one of those items that's uh, you'd rather leave it wrapped and enjoy the wrapping paper. Uh, yeah, you, know, you know what, Ellie? I kind of really wish we had gotten a gift receipt on that one so we could have taken it back to the target. Oh, harsh. 
oh, okay. And uh, the last thing he asked for was uh, this kind of crazy harebrained idea of uh, bulletin boards in cities that would allow you to interact with other players. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like well, making things or uh, making quests or or trade skilling or things like that. Yeah, I think we talked about guitar lessons. <laughs> You know, Are you're going to rip sing? it off at the coffee house? And, yes. You know, uh, well, I think that's good. You know, I, I'm kind of – I would be kind of afraid with it because who knows what people would put on the bulletin board that they're looking for. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know, so – but I think some sort of consignment system like that uh, to request things, especially like in the trade skill space, that could be kind of cool. I think so. And I I have high hopes for the future. Uh, with interaction of, of players in that way, um, because I think that with Player Studio and some of the t- uh, changes that Windstalker had talked about when we had her last, I think more player involvement is yet to come. Yeah, yeah. Although you know, I, I you know, I say it would be cool for like trade skilled items, mm-hmm. but then again, I mean, how often do you see folks shouting in game looking for somebody to make something? It happens, but it's kind of a once in a blue moon. So I, I guess I'm looking at that guitar guitar sign up slip with all the little tabs still hanging on the bottom because mm. nobody's really looking for that sort of stuff. Well, I guess my hope is that there is something going to be added that will allow us to be more interactive with each other. Okay. More kind of create your own content kind of like a quest or a mission or something yeah you know maybe maybe looking for uh, pl services tuesday seven to nine (laughs) nice that's that's oh great you're like i i was gonna say yeah i won't say it all right was i headed for the naughty list yeah (laughs) i'll try to i'll try to stay good um, okay, so Dell asked for a whole yes. bunch of things. Uh, yeah, well, hold on, before you go, did I ask for socks and underwear? Uh, no. You I specifically... fear though that's what I'm going to get, so, but let's go down the list anyways. <laughs> you asked for um, a four-part uh, item, which was basically for Smoke Jumper's goals to actually come to fruition, and the yeah. things on the goals were polish, more polish. Adding polish, I guess, to the game. Yeah. Well, maybe we got a little bit of that. I mean, there's certainly been a lot of fixes that we've seen recently, but uh, we're only polishing things because they were tarnished to begin with. Uh, that's one way of putting it. Okay. <laughs> um, you also had on here the known issues list on the forums. Yes. Yes. I don't think we've seen that too much. No. Well, you're more in the forums than I am. So. Yeah, well, I'm telling you it ain't there, honey. <laughs> Not good enough. No. Insufficient. Yep. Uh, and then what about polls? We've, we've seen some polls in the past, but I feel like they haven't had any lately. They have definitely petered off. They came in with a bang mm-hmm. and have gone out with a whimper, I think. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I would almost say that that's maybe a, a conscious decision. Mm. Uh, maybe they're finding that. Uh, they ended up with more flack for asking than for actually, you know, being good gaming citizens and asking that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, or maybe they got the data that they already knew that they had or something. Right, I don't know. right. But we've certainly seen that tail off. And uh, 
my guess is that there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to uh, customize their questions a little bit better. Yeah, and, and that's always the problem when you ask a poll question like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you really getting the answer to the question? Right. Type of thing. Right. Or are you just getting what you what people think they do? Right. Or or people answering it so that they can push their agenda. Yeah. Uh, the fourth thing on your your part one was uh, EQ2 players. Yes. Uh, well, we all know what that is. I think you meant uh, for EQ2 players to be better. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. That, <laughs> we certainly, that didn't happen. That, we, we know where EQ2 players is. That was supposed to be really awesome. It was. <laughs> really cool. That was, I wouldn't even say that. Would, uh, that's not even socks and underwear. That is. <laughs> That's like hand-me-down underwear. Oh. That's re-gifted underwear. Poor EQ2 players. It is what it is. It's like the elephant lamp that nobody wants. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The second item on Dell's wish list was better documentation. Yeah, that was kind of like an open-ended request. Uh, I don't think we've seen that either. Well, I mean, what about patch notes and things? I mean, they've been a little bit better about being more um, thorough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay, a little bit. I guess uh, I, I wouldn't say that 2012 was the year of better EQ2 documentation. Right. Um, there's been some baby steps in that direction, but certainly not what I was hoping for, I would say. I think it's better than it was because I, I believe that came out of the big, huge – well, maybe that was even a year before that. was the big, huge changes that happened with stats, and they didn't give us anything on it. That's correct. That's correct. I, you know, I, I certainly don't want to scrooge that, comment, but you know, I don't think we got what you, what it could have been. It's certainly better. You could almost maybe say it couldn't get any worse. Uh, so therefore, it could only get better. Uh, I, I still think they have a long way to go to really, really providing quality documentation on how to play their game, right? And how their game really works. I, I don't want spoilers, but I just want information to say. This is what this is means. These are what these things in that in your character window mean and do, and what they affect and what they don't affect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, another item on your list was uh, <laughs> Dungeon Finder being cross server. Okay. Yes. I I think that is actually going to have to be. Uh, you're just going to have to stop wishing for that. I I think anything related to Dungeon Finder needs to. Uh, Needs to come off any wish list because I, I, I truly believe now at this point, Dungeon Finder, well, again, it is what it is. And I think it's just going to languish. It's going to rust away in the yard, I think, is what it is. Yeah. It's, 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 it's junk at this point. And, oh, uh, sad. It, it is sad. It's very sad because I think it had huge potential, but it came in. It didn't work right. And, you know, I think people moved on from it. And, uh, you know, having talked with Holly that we did a couple weeks there back now, uh, I don't think you're going to have a win back, even if you try to invest a lot of effort into revamping it. I don't think you can make it any better than what it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people are going to come back. So that's why I think it's a system that is put out to pasture at this point. Mm. So sad. It is. And you also asked for giant kill count. Okay. And I think we got that. Yeah, you got that. Yay for one thing. And you got double uh, dipped on that one, too, because you got some fantasy points, if I remember correctly. I did. You know, it's how, how funny. The things that we got, we also bet on in fantasy. Right. <laughs> Maybe we had inside information. Maybe 
We did? Uh, no, I'm Did saying, you? Because I certainly didn't. Well, I mean, I, I, to oh, get my, to get my wish list complete. Hold on, hold on. To get my wish list complete, I had to travel cross country and chase down a producer. <laughs> At, at the pool party. At the pool party yeah. to get to get that. So uh, I wouldn't say our wish got fulfilled. I mean, I had to do a lot of effort <laughs> to get it. <laughs> well, but, uh, the effort was worth it because you got it. I think we, we each got one thing, and maybe that's maybe we should be thankful and happy with. Well, you did thing. ask for one more thing. Oh, I did. I, what else did I ask for? You asked for them to stop removing quests from the journal. Uh, okay. I, would, I would like to keep that. Okay. Let's stop removing quests from the journal. Forever. I think we can ask, we can hope, but it's probably going to happen. Well, and the whole idea of stop doing something, yes, is too vague because you you know you, they can stop doing it right now, but then the next patch they can start doing it again. Exactly, exactly. And you know, I think maybe to to hinge on that a little bit. One of my one of this year's, if I could, a little bit early, uh, talking about quests is I, I hope Fluffy comes back. Oh. You know the fluffy site that we both use, love, and other players are using love as well. Is is I, I think he's abandoned supporting it, which is too bad. Well, I think it's so self sufficient at this point that he doesn't have to play the game anymore to keep on top of it. Yeah, he's he's, he's built it so that you know it keeps updating even when he's not around. But it's not adding new zones, though, is it? It's it, it'll append to existing zones that are he's already listed. But I don't think he's mm. the new ones are not getting added like. Idolong and Obal Jungle mm-hmm. there. No, Idolong Jungle and Obal Plains, not the other way around. But uh, I don't think those ones are getting added. But like Signature, where it are, the category already existed, it can add mm-hmm. new ones in. But I, I hope he comes back, and I'd love to see that site get uh, get going again because what a, what an invaluable resource to uh, hardcore questers such as ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, what about this year? I mean, you've kind of given us a little bit of a peek uh, under the wrapped, what's wrapped under the tree yes. there. So uh, do you want to get started on your this year's list? Yeah, and let, let's cross our fingers right now that we've both been a good dwarf and a good wood elf, and mm-hmm. hopefully Santa Glug will fulfill our wish lists for this year. Uh, but the first thing that I had, Allie, was uh, item data in the census data. Mm. Uh, you know, we've we've heard a little bit that it might be coming, you know, at Fanfare, uh, and I'm excited to see what the guys over there at Wire uh, through the EQ2U uh, programs can do with that data. You know, I'd love to see uh, what's out there for items, where it comes from, the percentage of the drops, the stats, and all that sort of stuff. So I think that's very exciting. And you put that stuff in census data and allow it to be consumed by anybody because it's in your API and it's publicly available. I think there's a lot of sites that can take advantage of this. So I'm very excited for something like that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd love to see that because I think, you know, uh, we had that in the past through the Zam site, uh, but they kind of got unmaintained. Uh, it seems that they do have a commitment to census data. I think mm-hmm. SOE is seeing the value in just creating the API and letting players do things with it. Would be nice if they, you know, enhanced it through EQ2 players. But I think, as we've talked about, well, that is what it is. Right. Uh, despite their huge commitment to it, I, I think we see what their commitment to uh, to it is now. But uh, they have committed to census data. They seem to be maintaining it. They seem to be fixing that when it's broken. So I think that's a great place to put it and put it in the players' hands to consume and slice and dice that data any way that they see fit. The only worry I have about item data okay. is spoilers. I mean, do you feel like uh, we're seeing completely behind the curtain with that, or do you, do you feel like that's not really a worry? 
that's not really a worry for me, uh, at least, and I'll, and I'll explain why. I think their intention is, and I don't know, but I think when talking to some of the team members out there at Fanfare, uh, they were indicating that uh, item data will not appear in census data until it's been discovered in game. Oh, okay. So I, I think that's what they're working towards. So, and we see that already. You know, say the really cool widget that drops in the raid zone or something, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the old days when people would link things in channel. Yeah. Wasn't it cool to see? Oh, who got what? And immediately it's being linked cross-server, and everybody's sharing it. The the, the new avatar drops back in those days when the, the super yeah. uber items were out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody, uh, you know, oohed and odd over them. So I think we we already kind of had that. Once one mm-hmm. person got it, we all got to see it. Right, right. So if they do do that with census data, you know, so that you can only see it once it's been discoed in mm-hmm. game. Yeah, it's kind of the moral equivalent, anyways. Right. I think that I, I guess that was my concern was the 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 mystery would be gone. Yeah. But if that actually will still be there, that would be cool. That would yeah. Be cool. Yeah. What I, I don't think is going to happen is say the minute an item gets patched in, you're going to immediately be able to query on. It. I think it has to be discoed first. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of like shinies and harvestables and all that stuff gets found pretty quickly, anyways. Oh yeah. But, but the really cool items. You know, those those ray drops or the super rares from heroics or something like that mm-hmm. uh, will take a little bit of time for people to discover them. Yeah. Well, my first uh, wish list item isn't anywhere close to as uh, functional, practical and all of that. Uh, but it's something I think a lot of people want and certainly something I want. Having been playing from the beginning, I have so many pieces of old armor that I keep around for appearance and appearance gear and appearance outfits that I've put together for different holidays and things. They take up so much room in my inventory and my bank that I, I mean, how long did it take us to, for, for Allie to find her Frostfall outfit this year? Oy vey. Del, so, Del ready instantly. <laughs> you know, talk about real life coming to games. <laughs> Yeah, Del was annoyed waiting around for Ellie to find a proper uh, outfit to wear. If I <laughs> heard this, this hat doesn't go with this outfit one more time, I was going to reach to the screen and get you. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, okay, so it's not your thing. Dress up's not your thing, but it is for some people. Absolutely. And, you know, I have different colored outfits for different years. I want to kind of alternate. I have different outfits for different holidays and different occasions. I have, you know, maybe at raid, I want to wear such and such one day and I want to wear a different color the next day. Or, you know, if I happen to be questing with somebody who's wearing the same outfit, I have to have something to change into. So, you know, these things take, take a lot of space. I think it would be cool if we could have some kind of a closet or a wardrobe with maybe hangers where I can put like an imaginary hanger where I can put um, a top, a bottom, a hat, gloves, and all the little parts and things that go with it and accessories into one container that goes into another container, like a container a hanger in a, in a wardrobe that can maybe take up an inventory slot, for example, or a slot in my, uh, in my bank. I, I don't think that's too much to ask. No, certainly not. And as much as it's not for me, I've certainly heard other players talk about stuff like that. And I do think that it is a great idea because, you know, today we have the, the uncreating ability. You want to be right. able to recreate an, uh, recreate an, an outfit back together, maybe label it somehow, you know, my Frostfell mm-hmm. outfit, my Eurelisi Day outfit. Right. Uh, I, I almost see, you know, something as far as a, in the house, something that slides under the bed. Yeah, you know, you sure. You put your Roll item away. away for the year. 
Yeah, why not? I like it. So, yeah, as much as it's not for me, because, you know, frankly, it smells like role play, uh, I, I do see a lot of players being able to take advantage of that and have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like it's time because uh, we're a little long in the tooth on the game and we've got so many items and, and with the, all the marketplace items we're getting and, you know, you buy a crate and you open it up and it, it explodes in your inventory, you know, it, I think it would encourage people to maybe buy more stuff or collect more stuff if you gave us, if they gave us a way to store it and organize it in a useful way. Absolutely, Ellie, because there's nothing worse than showing up for raid and realizing somebody else has the same exact outfit as you. Exactly. You can't have that. Okay, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that is my ultimate fear in game, Allie. Yes. Uh, the, the next thing that I'm looking for uh, on my Frostfell wish list is uh, to sell – I'm scared that I'm using that word – sell uh, spell research reducers for dungeon marks. Uh, mm. This originally was in game, I think, when uh, Dungeon Maker launched. They took those items off the Dungeon Maker marketplace pretty quickly. Uh, but I think if you really want to make uh, dungeon making highly successful and a viable form of gameplay, people would run those for those. Now, I, I don't know how much stockpiled dungeon marks were out there from back when. Remember when you could AE the whole dungeon in one day or in mm-hmm. one blast? I don't know how much people stockpiled them, but... You know, we can spend station cash, obviously, on spell reducers. You can get them uh, from running the solo instances as a potential reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think uh, selling them for dungeon marks, if that would cause people to run them, I think, and play them. Now, they might just grind on them, and that's probably what I would do as well. But I think it would at least get players exposed to it again. So I'd like hmm. to see the the ability to buy those for other th- other than just station cash, but buy them with other ge- uh, currencies in game like dungeon marks. What about the goblin games? Doesn't that give research reducers? Uh, I got to be honest. With no, I haven't played it. I just wonder if they would cannibalize their own uh, program or or you know mini game or whatever with another mini game well they'll certainly be canalizing their station cash sales yes or usage or consumption of station cash because i know you you talked a little bit about it i was talking to some other folks in game they they clicked that point of need as well oh uh, see i'm not the only one. Oh no 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 I, well don't worry i look down on them as well equally oh, so okay well as long as i'm not the only one i don't feel quite as bad i don't no, feel quite uh, but as bad. again i think it was a very popular point of need thing again not mm-hmm. being overly intrusive and a lot of people, I think, did take advantage of it. It'd be interesting if they ever did share those sorts of numbers with us. Mm, mm-hmm. Don't think they will, but I, I would classify that as a win-win uh, for everybody because you know they got their station cash sold and used, you know, and people got what they wanted. I'm just saying, I'm not a station cash guy, but I got tons of dungeon marks. I'd like to spend them. That's a pretty good wish. Um, the next thing I kind of want is, uh, if you remember talking to Windstalker, she gave us some sort of a preview of broker changes that are in the works, changes to the broker system. And it sounded like it could be really awesome and really involved, uh, and give us some of the things that we've been wanting. And I know that this new guild hall amenity, the, the depot or whatever it's being called, I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it and read about it. That sounds like a way to kind of maybe share things with your guildmates that I was kind of hoping would be on the broker. 
Um, but maybe that's one way that they're going to help with the broker changes to give people what they want in another way. And maybe the broker can be even more than it is today. Um, so I guess what I want is for that, what she talked about, to be real. Please be real. And please be done right. Whatever you do with the broker. Yeah, certainly when she talked about it, uh, my head started filling up with all great ideas on what I would like to see in it. Right. Uh, and I think, you know, this broker revamp, I think it's a system that certainly everybody is using. I don't think you could claim that the broker is not a system that's not being used. Uh, and it is a little uh, antiquated. Mm. Basically, I don't think it's really changed much since the day it launched. Right. Um, other than maybe the ability to sell to things across cities, you know, now that we don't have such barriers between cities and factions and that sort of stuff. Uh, so I think, you know, and I think there's a lot of potential with it, you know. Uh, although I guess there are offline sales. We didn't have that when it launched. Now that I think about it, I remember leaving my PC logged in all night. Mm-hmm. Standing in your house. Standing in my house and listening <laughs> to little ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-chings as I sold I like wood in the middle of the night and waking up going, <gasps> Oh, I made seven copper. Because <laughs> remember how important money was back in the day? If you yes. had a silver, you were you know you were middle class. You had a whole gold. Mm-hmm. You were if you had a platinum, you were rich. Oh, you I didn't even 1%. know what a plat was. Yeah, if you had a plat, you were one for the one percent club. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so uh, brokering hasn't changed too too much. Uh, but uh, the ability to sell things, you know, tailored sales to guilds like you were talking about, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, put in a lock in a price, a buy now price type of thing, if somebody puts it up there. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of opportunities for this. So I, I would definitely say excited to see what they do with broker, and I hope, like you say, that they do it right. Right, or what I guess what we would consider right. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I was kind of, you know, I have these, these uh, like you're saying, kind of daydreaming about what might be, what could be. Mm. I have really high hopes for this. One of the things I'd love to see would be a way to commission trade skill items. If you say, for example, you don't want to make it, but you want to sell your ability to make some of these special items from the trade skill assistance or whatever, and you don't want to make it and then throw it on the broker, something like that, something, some way to tell people that you have that ability and then be able to provide the materials or whatever through the broker system. And then it's somehow, I don't know how that would work, but I think there's got to be a way to do that, to use the broker for that. Kind of like placing a special order. Yes. Yeah, I like that. That'd be cool. Kind of like you do it. You go to Home Depot. You need a set of blinds custom made for your window. You prepay. You prepay. You pre-order. You put a down pay or a down payment or something. You know, mm-hmm. and then it comes in and you pay the rest of it. I, I like love a that. commission. Like yeah. you can do. You can do commissioning now. Yeah. Where you you have to physically be next to each other, but maybe you could use the broker somehow to be that middleman. Yeah, like so offline, offline commissioning. Yeah. Ah. So, uh, you have another one, Del? Another I wish? Do. I do. And, you know, I've certainly talked about this uh, all the time, but I'm going to bring it up one more time. Maybe if I put it on the wish list, we might get to see it. Uh, and it's the fixing of achievements. Mm. For the love of all things spaghetti, please, please fix achievements. I mean, there are ones from Velius launch that are still broken. Uh, triumphs that I still cannot complete because certain kills are not just being updated anymore. Because it was broken before, they semi-fixed it, but it didn't fix at all. Uh, there are other ones out there that are unattainable. Uh, I, I don't particularly care for the way they are hiding them now. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, please fix these things. Uh, they've been around for a long time. They've been bug reported. They've been on the forums. So I either fix them or say, 
that the achievement system is a system we're not supporting anymore. I, I don't believe that they're they're taking that attitude because we're we saw new ones come in with uh, Chains of Eternity. We see them updating them that way. We see some of them getting fixed. Interestingly enough, you kill Bastion there in Harrow's End and you get flawless. And certainly, trust me, Gally, our guild has not done it flawlessly. <laughs> if anything, we're the reverse of flawless when it comes to that encounter. But everybody in the guild has it. Um, you know, so there's some that are just like, wow, the really basic ones, they can't seem to, to get fixed uh, or get right. And then they stay broken for so long. Um, please, I, I would just love to see them commit some time and resources and get what's broken fixed. And uh, certainly players have reported plenty of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's such a great system because, uh, to be honest, uh, as we've talked a little bit about, I- I'm abandoning you know the quest counting because the, you know because we talked about them not uh, taking them away from us and that sort of stuff or mm-hmm. removing the ability of the requirements so that they're not needed anymore and then you can't do them anymore taking them out because they're because in someone's opinion they were unfun. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Achievements are, are like the last thing for me to show off my EP in game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's frustrating when they're broken. I am with you. I'm with you. I think that kind of goes under the polish uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, that certainly could use polish. And it would be, if it's fixable, it would be an easy way to get some polish on the game, I think. Yeah, and I think a lot of players would see something like that in the patch notes and be excited by it. And mm-hmm, maybe go back mm-hmm. and do some of that content. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think there's one in Tower of Frozen Shadow that's still broken. Mm-hmm. People would go back and do those zones maybe to get those sort of things. Yeah. Well, and just knowing that they're not broken would, uh, I think, it, it make the doing of them more appealing. Absolutely. Because now we're running them to see if, well, maybe they just didn't make it in the patch notes. And I was like, no, it's still broken. Yeah. Well, my third thing is um, I kind of am hoping that trade skilling becomes important again. Uh, and I, I feel like we might be headed in that direction based on the AA tree getting, you know, the trade skilling getting a separate AA tree. I thought that was very nice. Um, I really feel like trade skilling should get its due attention and it's, and it's overdue for some attention. Uh, and I hope trade skilling becomes important again as it used to be in the past. Yeah, it, it's been disappointing to us sometimes see trade skilling be relegated to a uh, uh, second-class system in game. Mm-hmm. And you Afterthought. About, yeah, new AAs. And now it's on prestige line. Mm-hmm. And, or quests that are just so minimal, it's almost like a, a throwaway. Yeah, harvest five pieces of wood. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, you're right. So uh, it would be nice to see it become a more viable component to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, you balance that against, you know, risk, time, and reward, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we can get the same rewards from raiding with the little time. Uh, you know, we talked a earlier about the uh, the epic trade skilling guys and how difficult it was to get components for them. The items were good, but you could spend months trying to chase those items around or paying extreme value in game for them uh, that nobody really wanted them along the way. Right. It just simply wasn't worth it. Right. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. It's a hard balancing act of where to keep it so mm-hmm. that it, it fits, that it's desirable, mm-hmm. but people... Uh, you know, aren't spending so much time that it, the reward becomes unvaluable, mm-hmm. or inva- you know, invaluable because you can't obtain it almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's tough. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that. I'd like to, you know, see, and I've certainly talked about this in the past. Remember the old trade skill instances? 
Yes. You know, I'd love to see those kind of maybe come back a little bit again. Right. Uh, maybe as, get some new ones. Yeah. Or any, any kind of an attention to ter- trade skilling, in my opinion, is uh, is good because I think there are a lot of people who primarily trade skill. Uh, absolutely. And, and I'll tell you, in trade skilling, we can only do one instance a day. And I've, I've asked for this in mm. the past, too. I'd love to see them grant the ability to do all three of them. We mm-hmm. can do three adventure zones. Why can't we do three trade skill zones? Right. Um, especially where they are in progression today. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of doing them for old school stuff, uh, rare. And maybe they could add some new rares or new recipe books that way. I think you there's know. a fourth one now anyway, isn't there? Uh, the fourth one? Uh, the Void there... one. The Void. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, but the ability to do them all, like mm-hmm. we can with Adventure, bring it on par with Adventure. Why is it relegated to just one? Right, and then why are there only four as opposed to how, however many instances there are adventuring? Right. Because my argument has always been you put together a kick-ass adventure group, you can do a couple of instances. You put together a kick-ass trade skilling group you know, with all the, with all the, the, the uh, archetypes to, to handle you know, mm-hmm. all the different types, uh, and then you're done with one. You're like, okay, everybody, thanks for coming. Right. There's no incentive to put together a kick-ass trade skill group. No, there really isn't you because know, you if there, do one. Right. If there were, and even if you could do four – at least, at least you could do four. That would take a little bit of time. But right. if there were more instances, of course, that would be even better. Mm-hmm. But you can't even do more than one. So. Right. So I had one last thing left on my list. And so it's my stocking stuff, right, Amali? Oh, okay. Stocking stuff. Right? Now that we've I ripped open all the, the boxes and there's, there's wrapping paper everywhere, let's, let's dig into our stockings. That sounds good. What I had was giant kill count. Well, didn't you already get that? Yes, but it's, I've been asking for so long I forgot to take it off my <laughs> list a little bit. Uh, but it's actually a little bit more than just Giant Kill Count, you know, as I, I have been harping on that particular one. But really, really the point that I wanted was that the main antagonist from every expansion should be a Kill Count. Mm-hmm. You know, Giants obviously matched Valius. Uh, it would have been nice if we had Void during, you know, the Void creatures during the Void expansions Mm. Uh, it would be nice here in chains of eternity that the harrowing horde would also be one you know Mm -hmm. kind of the main bad guys that you see a lot of that you have to kill a lot of you know to get through the expansion Mm -hmm. uh so i think it would be nice if those you know giants were one but let's move on to making it the bigger picture really and that's that the main bad guy from every expansion should be a kill count achievement I don't think that's too much to ask i think that's a really good stocking stuffer And, and not only that could we fix giant kill count which Although it got in, is still mal is malfunctioning a little what's, bit. Uh, what's wrong with it? On the uh, on the level of twenty five hundred, I believe that's accomplished level. Uh, it's not updating until you camp out. Oh. So you know, say you're at a uh, thousand, you kill ten more of something. Your your journal still shows a thousand. You have to camp, and when you come back in, then it'll show the the additional ten that you've killed. So it'll do that. You only it'll, have to do that one time? or do It you only do does it when you're on the accomplished tier, which is up to 2,500. So every time you log out? It updates. Oh. That's and only weird. when you log out. Zoning doesn't do it. but the For that entire tier, huh? For that entire tier. But the, the destroyer tier, which is the 10,000, is ticking and counting. That's weird. It is very. So that one tier is not updating until you camp, and I don't know why. But at least it's updating. Eventually. At least it's updating. You just can't ever... I'm you afraid to what's going to happen, though, if I out. kill 2,500, am I going to have to then camp out and come back in and get credit for it? Or, if it, or is it going to lose it? So that's what I'm afraid of. Uh-oh. Well, just camp out just to be on the safe side. Yep. That's kind of annoying, though. 
Well, do I get a stocking stuffer too? Then let's uh, let's reach into your stocking and see. Did you get did you get uh, something or did you get the lump of coal? I well, I'm still wanting to ask for armadillo pets. Holy armadillo pets! I yes, I have an armadillo pet. I really really love armadillos, and they're in game already. Can I please have one that I can? Well, you know, a personal pet that I can, you know, have follow me around at raids and stuff. So I don't have to pretend to have an armadillo pet by putting a group mate on follow dressed up like an armadillo. <laughs> now, doesn't it come off a wand? You can turn yourself. Yeah, the, you can have the clawed wand of surprises, which you have to try it a bunch of times. Okay. Eventually, you can get, turn yourself into an armadillo and then put yourself on auto follow onto a group mate and be their pet. Okay. But I want, I want someone else. I want, I want a real one. Uh, I want a real armadillo pet. Yeah, so what you're looking for, and we kind of already have this in game, so it shouldn't be too hard. Right. Uh, you know, you we get those scribable spells at time that go into our knowledge book that can summon a pet to chase us around. Yes. There really should be Allie's armadillo. You know what? I think that's perfect because Allie starts with an A. Yes. And so does an armadillo. Yes. Scribe that in your book and you can summon your own armadillo. I mean, we got a little mushroom, I think, don't we? Or a goblin and a... There's all kinds of an eye thing, you know. I mean, we got a bunch of them. Be, yeah, armadillos—they are so lovable. They're they're tough on the outside and squishy on the inside, like a ranger. <laughs> very good armadillos. All right, so I think that's a very fair stocking stuffer. Oh, good. I'm glad you like it. I like that, and I think it should be called Allie's armadillo. I agree. All right, I think that's everything we had on our Frostfell wish list for this year, isn't it, Allie? Yeah, it is. Uh, we can put a little bow on it. Uh, now, hopefully, we have been uh, good little rangers, uh, good little dwarves, and maybe Santa Glug will fulfill our wish list in the coming year. I hope so. Do we have anything else then for this, the 57th episode of EQ2 Talk? Well, actually, we do have one little reminder uh, about our favorite charity. Uh, in this time of the year, it's, I think, important to remember those less fortunate. And if you if you are looking for a good charity to donate to, we like Child's Play. Yeah, I think they do a lot of good things. Uh, and because they're in the video game genre, too, I think it matches very well. So please take a look at that childsplaycharity.org. And how often do you hear folks say, you know, there's nothing I need or I have everything? Well, we'll think about maybe somebody who doesn't have everything or you know when you're opening your gifts on christmas morning uh there are families who might uh, be at a children's hospital or something uh so take a look up there a video game or dvd or something and make a donation uh find a find a hospital that's near you or close to san diego uh where soe is and, and make a donation because i think i think that goes a long way to help uh changing the the, the stereotypical image of video gamers as uh, greasy-haired people who live in their parents basement uh, and I think Ch- Child's Play does a lot of good things for a lot of good places. And uh, please take a look at that. So let's say thank you then to everybody who took the time to download the podcast. We certainly do hope that you enjoyed it. And also let's say a big thank you to this week's corporate sponsor, the Toshiba Corporation, leading in innovation alley. Uh, although I have to say not too personally thrilled with the Quasimo laptop line that they've produced. Uh I think I'll stop there, right? Okay, that sounds like a good idea. If Del, Del Mom said, if you can't say anything nice, say nothing at all. <laughs> if this thing crashes one more time, it's going through the window, Allie. <laughs> well, before Del gets rid of his laptop through the window, 
Be sure to email us. You can reach me at Allie at EQ2Talk.com. Or you can reach me, Delmont, at EQ2Talk.com. You can reach us in-game. I'm at EQ2.Unrest.Alicious, A-L-I-S-C-I-O-U-S. And I'm EQ2.Unrest.Delmont, D-E-L-L-M-O-N. You can join our in-game chat channel. That's EQ2.Unrest.EQ2Talk. You can also check us out over on Facebook, where we are facebook.com slash EQ2Talk, and we would love if you would like us. Or follow us on Twitter, at EQ2Talk. We hope you'll all join us again for episode number 58, and say, Bah humbug, Allie. <laughs> bah humbug, Allie. I'm in a different place. Then who took the time to download the podcast? We certainly, we certainly. <laughs> wow, this table is filthy. Somebody needs to clean. So then, did Allie, we have anything else for this? <laughs> you might want to start that over. Oh. So then, did Allie, that was kind oh. of funny. I was Yoda speaking. That's, that's it. We're done, right? Yeah, we're done. Hello? Are you there? You okay? Sound a little stuffy. Pretty excited. Oh, all right. You're very, very jovial. I'm trying, you know, I listen to a few of them. I'm like, live from the. <laughs> <laughs>